the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we're here to talk gardening with you at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. At 1 o'clock, we'll speak to Molly Keck. She's going really? to Yeah, she's going to talk about the insecta, insect fiesta. Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah, we put it in the paper. Oh, cool. What yes, is that about? Oh, it's a uh, it's going to be a, a big meal that includes insects, and uh, to make it more palatable, a bunch of chefs are involved, and uh, there's some and some breweries are involved. You, you know, if David is insect uh, beer, David is behind it. There's some breweries. You've got to drink a little beer before you can eat, eat your insects. bugs. Oh, okay. How much beer do you have to drink? A lot. Depends on who it is. Yeah. All right, so that's going to be fun. We'll learn about that, and uh, we've got all kinds of stuff to talk about. We had only a couple tomato reports. Did you remember the tomatoes? No, I I didn't. I forgot. Again, bummer. Uh, yeah, this but, is convenient. But I've uh, <laughs> but I ate. I had a, Did you? a good meal of tomatoes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's important. That you grew them. Yeah, you already eat them. So yeah, uh, so we're looking for tomato reports today, and you can call us at. Uh, 210-308-8867, and tell us what's growing in your yard. Millburgers is full of all kinds of fun stuff today uh, uh, on a nice breezy day, although now oh, look at the pumpkin yeah, mix there. Yeah, she got a nice pumpkin mix. It's uh, a nice cool I breeze. I saw a lot of little kids walking out with uh, little pumpkins. Little baby pumpkins? Baby pumpkins. So how do you characterize this as a nice cool breeze? Huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cold wind. Where's the rain? <laughs> yeah. Well, let me go. I'll go look and see if there's any rain out there's there. There's no rain out there's there. There's no rain? Why do you say that? Oh, because he's, a, already he's a pessimist. I think I think it said today 1 o'clock was the best oh, chance really? of rain. Well, I think I heard that on TV. I said oh. this. Oh, I don't know if you can trust that there's weather people on TV. One forecast not. I heard said in the morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Well, yeah, yeah, we heard when Trace and I looked at it yesterday, it was 20% chance of showers this morning. When I uh, listened last night, they said uh, best chance was at 1 o'clock today. But I'm going to look and see. Uh-huh. Let's see. Uh, today, not as warm yeah. as there yesterday. You go. Got that right. <laughs> uh, with a thunderstorm, although I'll have to find out when. That's according to AccuWeather.com. And AccuWeather is always accurate. Is it? Or used That's the name? Yes. 
Let's see. Uh, uh, okay, they're there. Anyway, just call 210-308-8867. Yeah, tell us what tomatoes are you're harvesting already. We've got yeah. BHN 968s for sure. Uh, Ruby Crush, uh, HM 1823s, and what else? Uh, um, Billy called and said his celebrities were close. Right. But... Uh, I don't, th- I don't well, think we're, he's... We're, we're, bad luck with Valley Cat. His poor yeah. Valley. Oh, yeah. Valley, my Valley Girl Cats Valley are really Cat. nice and big. They're looking good. Oh, mm-hmm. thanks for rubbing it into poor Billy. <laughs> oh. He lost Well, his. he rubs it in us all the but time. That, that's true. That, well, that's <laughs> but one of he's the, nice about it. That's one of the characteristics of uh, this kind of weather we had, though. You get real erratic kind of performance. And uh, I don't know if there's rhyme or reason to it, Jerry, but some... Some varieties work do much better, but it, it often seems like in one garden, one variety is dealing with the weather the best, and then the next garden, a different variety is. So it's it's hard to be to find a distinct prediction. But the 95, a lot of days of 95 degrees in a row are are pretty challenging for even uh, those modern. Heat uh, setters. Yeah. They're they're doing their best, but they're, yeah. they're not. It doesn't compare to the, the way it was in the spring, for sure. I'm mainly interested in how Ruby Crush performs this fall. Yeah. Because it, it's a new one, and it, it did well for us in the field. But uh, you always wonder about it. Uh, we're discussing making it a, a, a rodeo tomato next year. Well, it's still got. Um, but however, this it, I, I I say was. It has to be an unusually good cherry tomato to yeah. to make people happy. That people want big tomatoes. Well, but, so, uh, oh, but it seems to be setting a lot of fruit. Yeah, and it's got a whole. I mean, we we don't want to draw our, our conclusions too quickly, on uh, the varieties too. I think. Uh, this spring, um, I, I do, I, you know, I said, well, these, these varieties are way behind. They're never going to catch up. Well, some of those yeah, caught, up. caught up and in the end outperformed the others. So everybody's got a little different characteristic, a little uh, a bit, uh, more or less ability to deal with the heat. Yeah, Ruby Crush didn't seem to produce as many or didn't produce a lot of set. It didn't set a lot of fruit extremely early, but then when it started setting fruit, it set every one. I mean, mine have blooms. Yeah, mine have blooms on it. I've got my surefire has blooms, but I don't have. I, I didn't find one fruit set. Yeah, well, maybe it's time we retired surefire. I don't know. You think we've it's reverted to uh, parent material that's not. Certainly not uh, performing like it was. Yeah, like we would expect. Well, let's see if they, well, let's see if we get some other reports too, because we sold quite a few. Yeah, but it'll it'll come along later, and because and because it's a medium-sized fruit, it'll uh, can catch up. It'll catch up with the others. That's kind of the way it did last year, I think, as I remember right. Uh, we're talking about uh, 
looking looking through the newspaper, and uh, Calvin got a good article on uh, nectar producing plants blooming. Some of the plants is in yesterday's paper, and talks about. Uh, Mexican flame vine, or let's see, Mexican flame vine, Duranta, Cape honeysuckle, mist flower, and oxbud lily are blooming. In November, fall aster and mint marigold will steal the show. And uh, there's steal the show. Did uh, wonder if somebody stole our? There's six. <laughs> there's six left over six there. Six left over there. Yeah. Of the fall aster, they got a got a great picture of it in the in the on the back of uh, section C uh, that shows you that that beautiful uh, bloom cycle that it has. The blooms are not full, but they're kind of spoke like. They have spoke like blooms. Boy, and but it's a multitude of them. Yeah, if you've seen uh, the the mound. Oh, it's covered with those blooms, and then attracting the butterflies. It's it's hard to forget. And it's bees a, like it a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's a spectacular impact for a short time, three to four weeks. And they also got a picture of a Mexican mint marigold. Uh, I think I think Lynn Lyra did a lot to uh, native the native plant guy that was around. Texas, and he was a Montezuma Cypress man, and uh, he, he, I think he introduced uh, uh, Mexican uh, mint marigold. Uh, the, the, they didn't take off at first because they're a fall bloomer. You know, they don't hardly bloom any any time. Oh, yeah, and they're short. Except fall. They're short seasons, for sure. Yeah, but... Uh, they're they're blooming at at the time that we don't have a lot of other. That's right, land. and uh, and they're booming, and they're uh, and the deer attract, Yeah, and attract the butterflies when we're getting more conscious of butterflies and the monarchs, and then yeah, that the big thing is that the the deer don't eat them. Did you say the deer eat the uh, fall, fall asters? asters? In my experience, they do. Wow, I wouldn't have thought they'd eat those. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll have to get it. If there's anybody out there that's got some that haven't gotten eaten, let yeah. us know. Because I just, I was trying to remember what, back in my experiences where, whether I've actually planted them out and gotten eaten or if I just got testimony. So it's probably time to revisit that. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think everything else on your le- now, list. Oxblood lilies. When I wrote the article, I was, I was, uh, the point I was getting across is that, that our interest in the nectar production in the fall just made us more aware of those fall blooming right. ox, oxblood lily. I guess I have seen a few uh, hummingbirds, a few. But oh, I, yeah, yeah. I've never seen any butterflies that have been attracted to them. No. But this year, the oxblood lilies were, the rain and everything was timing. All that heat, and then the rain was well-timed because I, gosh, I had some that were 20, 22 inches tall and yeah. three-inch blooms, and, there, and sometimes I've had teeny little blooms. Oh, yeah, yeah. It depends uh, on how they've been growing. Yeah. I looked on the Internet. They're, they're quite expensive. On oh, yeah, yeah, they're big. So I guess one, one time in our life, 
I was trying to, th- I couldn't remember the gardener that brought those in to us. At, oh, sure. the, uh, yeah. The oxbuds? One time, yeah, one time in our life we get, somebody came, comes in and says, <laughs> would you like some oxblood lily bulbs? If you ever experienced that for the, the listeners out there, say yes, absolutely. <laughs> then bring they, them to us. Is that right? <laughs> they, they are very, you just put them in the ground and then they... They come back year after year, drought tolerant. Dude. And yours, uh, you said you're, I had to go run and check something. Yours are coming up. Well, mine have quit blooming already. Oh. But they they had a spectacular bloom period, short. But Curtis gave me one, but it hadn't done anything yet. So yeah, it'll probably it? be a year or so. Oh, okay. But they and they also do you plant it spread. out or uh-huh. you guys yeah. are still in the not planting it out? Okay. Well, anyway, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. So, uh, somebody wrote in to Neil Sperry this week and talks about uh, Gold Star Esperanza, how to handle it during the winter, especially if you're in a colder area. And uh, basically, basically, she she just needs to after it freezes back in the, in the winter, she needs to cut it down and uh, uh, cut them back. Cut them back the day after the first killing frost kills all of their top growth, and then leave a few inches of stem and cover them with uh, shredded uh, tree leaves. Or finely ground bar, pine bark mulch, or well-rotted compost. I would think that that would. I don't think I'd worry about that. I guess north of Austin, or yeah, maybe Fredericksburg in the hill country. That would. Yeah, we had we had them up at Dallas and never mulched them, and they came. Yeah, out. that's it. I I just can't imagine that being an issue. I don't want to get our all our gardeners all riled up and trying to no there's lots of uh, more important tasks than then trying to mulch the Gold esperanza yeah. there you go esperanza will just laugh at you what, what are you doing <laughs> uh, we talked about the uh fertilizing and uh some of some of us ran out and uh put out our winterizer fertilizer yesterday we we're waiting for the big rain well, there, if you lived in San Angelo, you'd be getting rain now. Oh. There's a big uh, cell coming down I-10, but I don't know. I'm it's, sorry. It's... I don't really care about San Angelo. <laughs> well, Junction may get some that's, rain soon. That's not uh, true. He, he's very sensitive. He, and he does care about San Angelo. He just, he always, he would prefer, he, uh, it's more important to him, though, to this is, worry about the rain here. Well, and, and, you know, off the air, he always says nice things about San Angelo. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just when it gets on the air, it's kind of like, I don't you know. Anyways, yeah. I don't get it. But anyway, so you put it down because of the rain. And wanted it to be watered in. Oh. I thought you had put it down before. No. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I put it down before the big rain. It was not as big as we expected, but it was still a good rain. And I oh. uh, got a real a quick response. Cool. Somebody sent me an a email wanting to know, what, what do I use to kill sprawling horseweed? Is that, is that horse herb? Or I think that's strag- horse herb. Growing strag- in Bermuda grass. Straggler, straggler daisy. There you go. 
He's trying to horse weed. See, one man, well, one man's weed is another man's herb, right? Yeah. Hmm. An well, herb by any other name. So I wonder if it almost sounds like his. he's trying to grow his Bermuda grass in the shade. Yeah, probably so. Because you, you really, the, the horse herb is, uh, San Augustine wins the battle, Bermuda wins the battle if the growing situation is excellent for a lawn. See, and they're trying to kill out the only thing they got growing, Milton. Yeah. I don't understand these people. <laughs> you've, you've changed. Uh, I know. What, what the hell? Is well, he, it only took him 15, 16 <laughs> years to figure out you can't can't control it. Especially in, if you're in that marginal situation like a lot of our our landscapes are, where you've got a little, too much shade for really an excellent lawn or, or too much combination of too much shade and... Poor soil, thin soil, yeah. and uh, the horse herb really does a great job in the winter. But I, I don't, I don't know any way to control horse herb, a horse, a sprawling horse weed. And you just learn to live with it and, and enjoy. Yeah, and uh, we should. We, I guess we should have a little decal or maybe a lawn sign for this. This landscape is part of the. Movement sustainable. sustainable winter turf grass. There you go. Landscape. Sustainable winter landscape. Hey, we need to take a quick break. Trey, stay here until we get back, if you don't mind. And <laughs> Sorry, well, I want to give you enough time. It's okay. So uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. Trace will be on the phone or on the, on the uh, air when we come back. We'll talk about what's happening here at the nursery right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Now, there's all kinds of great stuff leading up to Halloween right now at Millburgers. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you and the family can get some great pictures taken in the pumpkin patch. You can walk through the amazing hay maze. That's right. Millburgers famous hay maze is up, and it's just a whole lot of fun. There's all kinds of scary stuff all around the nursery. And you can enjoy the terror train all October, Saturdays from 10. 10 to 2, and Sundays from 11 to 2. Right now, you can enjoy the moon bounce. Always fun for the kids. And then mark your calendars because Saturday, October 28th, and Sunday, October 29th, is Millburgers' big celebration with face painting and a balloon artist Saturday and Sunday. The Employees Halloween Costume Contest, where you actually can win big prizes just for voting. Go learn more at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. Are you a caregiver? If not, chances are you know one. Every Sunday, tune in to Caregiver SOS On Air. Each week, nationally known gerontologist Carol Zerniel and veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron explore the issues faced by people caring for older loved ones. Together with their guests, Ron and Carol offer help and hope. Learn more this Sunday evening at 6 on Caregiver SOS On Air. Presented as part of the Caregiver SOS program by the WellMed Charitable Foundation and heard right here on 930 AM. The answer. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. 
The Answer. 9.30 a.m. The Answer presents another amazing family values opportunity. For over 25 years, Bracken Christian School in Bulverde has provided an excellent education within the context of a biblical worldview, equipping students to impact their culture for Christ. And right now, a $7,800 voucher is available for only $4,500. See the Family Values page for the terms and conditions and other great offers, too. It's Bracken Christian School's Family Values tuition deal, as seen on 930amtheanswer.com. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors We get the landlord off your bottom line Larry Elder uses common sense to approach the gun debate. The question one more time is, if we ban all these weapons, what about bad guys? Will bad guys still be able to get them? And the answer is yes, they will be. There isn't any additional law that would have done anything. And also, it was the Clinton White House that said that the assault weapons ban had no effect whatsoever on crime. The Larry Elder Show, weekdays at 5, right before Jay Sekulow at 7 on 930 AM. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Trace is up here on the porch with us, and uh, what's going on, Trace? Lots of uh, activity here. It's a nice, cool day. Definitely a cool day. Yeah. Uh, got lots of kids running around, picking out pumpkins, bounce house. Picking out their little pumpkins. I saw, I saw a yeah. few little kids yeah. walking out with yeah. little pumpkins. Uh, good selection of pumpkins still. Great selection mm-hmm. of unusual squashes, uh, edible at that, uh, <clears throat> they can be eaten, as well as decorative. Uh, vegetables, wonderful selection there. And the cold weather stuff is coming in. So we've got pansies, we've got snapdragons, dianthus, uh, petunias, ornamental cabbage. We've got some large stalks. Uh, so there's a lot of things that you can be planting that you don't Plumeria have to Plumeria and and uh, whatever that bright colored one is there, cyclamen? Cyclamen, yeah, <laughs> and primrose for shade. You ought to try that this year, Calvin. See if you I like might, it. I might. I might. I'll see. You know. We still have a, a good selection of mums probably for another week, maybe two. And uh, we still have marigolds. So if you actually want the, the uh, traditional All Souls, All Saints Day plant, uh, we do have uh, blooming marigolds. So lots of stuff and uh, lots of blooming stuff and and vegetables and uh, um, do we still have any of the big tooth maples? We do. And these are hard to get? Extremely. Okay. So tell us about that. Very rare. So I can recall in the last six years, big tooth maple that we've gotten in, I could count on one hand. 
Wow. And uh, we now have uh, my hands and my toes. <laughs> so we got a really good selection. There's like three or four sizes. And you can so act- actually compare those to the uh, uh, the other. What's the other maple that you have over there? Uh, Shantung. Shantung would be the other one that's uh, I think the big, adaptable here. Big tooth is more. Well, of course you can't judge because Shantung is kind of a. Individualist. Shantung will grow faster than yeah, me. Yeah, it, it, it looks at it looks at too. It's kind of like. But if you've ever faster. gone to was that park Los uh, Los Maples State Park? You're right. Yeah. Okay. That, that one, oh, the, and the big the big tooth are a pretty. That one's what you a, a see out nice there. Shaped tree. Oh, with Los Maples. Mm-hmm. I told you that Dorothy. What's called? It doesn't sound right. What did what? Is it? You know which park I'm talking about? Yeah, but is it called? Yeah, it's Los Maples. Yeah. The one that yeah, had the okay. fire in it. Oh back. yeah. The, um. But that, that would be the maple that you would see down there at that state park. Yeah, and then Darth, Dorothy uh, Weedy, uh, one of our master gardeners that Jerry and I talk about all the time. Great gardener. She's got a really nice uh, big tooth maple out there in her front yard. Doesn't grow real fast, but it has a really nice shape. And uh, I don't notice it has that, that particular one doesn't show a lot of color, but some do. Yeah, some, some are red. Hmm. I had. Awful, it's awfully hard to get a tree to turn color for fall around here, so that is one that is uh, likely to give you some fall well, color. Well, it's, it's weather related. I had a I had a gardener here. Milton Milton was here. I don't know if you heard him, but he he was not he was not interested in anything that had any color. He just didn't care for that trees that turned red. What? And I thought, oh man, I'd have to I had to re crank <laughs> all my. You know, thoughts about what is a desirable tree, and he was talking about he loved cottonwoods and uh, oh lord. So I, I finally, uh, and he wants something really fast. You see, he was old. He was not nearly as old as Jerry. Oh and, my goodness! And uh, <laughs> so I thought uh, uh, the Mexican sycamore would be ideal for him. Right. He wanted something to grow four feet a year, and that that can grow four feet of grow easily. And so I sent him back there looking for the fuzzy, fuzzy-backed sycamore. Uh, it's a neat trunk when it gets big too. Yeah, yeah. and they're tough, and drought tolerant, and and they're and they're attractive. It's a, it's really distinctive. You got a, you know, it's not a, in the background kind of tree like our, you know, red buds or anything. It's right. Well, live oaks don't turn if I have fall color. No, they sure don't. <laughs> <laughs> and but but, but if you want to brown, yeah, and if you want to throw a curve at somebody, then you, yeah, you know, when somebody's arguing about evergreens, and then you say, well, they drop their leaves every year. There you go. Except you just don't notice it usually. <laughs> I think people. I think there's people that have lived with live oaks for sixty, seventy years and have never noticed that they've dropped. Yeah, I would say cypress doesn't have fall color. Our Montezuma cypress. But uh, Greg Grant told me one time that uh, pointed out to me that brown is a color. Oh, I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, some of them got kind of a nice gold some, color. Yeah, some of them red. Yeah. Some of them got oh, yeah, a reddish that's right. color. Yeah. Oh, that one, that one gets a reddish color. Almost a right. rusty meta- uh, metallic color. Yeah, I'd say a rust color. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 is our number. That's a nice specimen, too. Oh, it's a beautiful tree, the, the yeah. Montezuma cypress. Yeah. yeah. We've been watching that all its life. 20 years. Yeah. 
Just getting bigger and bigger. Almost as tall as that Valero <laughs> sign. <laughs> I think that's an optical illusion. Yeah, I think it is. Trace, what about our plant of the weekend? Weekend. Well, we weekend. did uh, fall aster, uh, but this is the, the traditional one. This is the one you see in the older homes. Uh, wonderful perennial, unlike some of the little pinks and purples that you see a little earlier. This one will freeze down, very reliable coming back out. And blooms a little later, so it's just now into uh, the middle of its blooming. They can get quite large, uh, but it is a fabulous fall set of color that you don't see from a lot of other plants. Yeah, full sun, and it makes a mound. you got to kind of prune it back during, through the summer a little bit, but you can just take the string more. You saw that Calvin had a picture. In, and uh, in. It, it'll get to be an 8-foot mound. And it's spectacular looking because it's really real dense and compact and just covered with those little purple blooms. And they, they steal the show from this time of the, the year up until they quit blooming into November. Um, and they're tough, drought tolerant. You can grow them. I always mention that the place I've seen them where they're most spectacular is, uh, you know, the out there on the intersection where we're out in your landscape on the corner where the sidewalk and the road come together and it's hard to grow anything on that boulevard area well that fall aster really prospers in that kind of a situation we had a really nice one at the, one of the extension offices right right where we live yeah and uh, it was we weren't there for a long we were there for maybe three years but that we planted it in that second growing season it reached full size and really was attractive. Well, we have six left right now. Yeah. And they are on our perennial special. All right. And I do have another 60 coming. So if you need one today, give us a hotter. 497-3760. Uh, and we do have another 60 coming in probably uh, Tuesday or Wednesday. Oh, good. Okay. So 210-497-3760 uh, to put aside some uh, the ones they have here right now. Or uh, come on by Wednesday and you can get them. And uh, that's one of the nice things that Mel Burgers does. And did we get any calls on the big, on the, uh, the not, maple? Not, not through me, but uh, okay. I'll have to ask around. Okay. It was a little pricier than the. Um, but you know what? The, the, little, the little ones, we're going to run them. We got trees on, uh, the, the smaller trees are on special, 30% off as an in store special. Right. So the smaller ones, we're going to let them go for 30% off. On the maples? On the small ones. The ones oh. that are not priced as installed. Huh. Um, they're they're on the list, today. too, aren't they? They the are CPS on the CPS list. list. Wow. So $50 per right. tree We're, there. We'll give you 30% off on the, on those smaller ones. They're four twenty nine ninety nine, And then CPS gives you credit uh, as long as you plant it in the right place. And um, so it's not quite as costly. Yeah, it's not, it's not a demanding requirement you know what it's a western or southern exposure and i don't remember how many feet from the house but it's easy to find a good, a good spot for it. and you benefit uh greatly by planting in that situation your air conditioning costs in, in the future could be less considerably less we did get our emeralds bulbs in this week mm-hmm. and i found out that they're from israel oh that's good yeah. Or no, you found that <laughs> I out. I found that out. <laughs> I was texted it. Yes. So, uh, yeah. Uh, Great selection on colors right now. So if you, if you want to force something for Christmas, 
uh, or to give as a Christmas gift, this would be a, a wonderful thing to give to someone. And there's like, I didn't count, like 13. 13 different kinds? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the different pat, color patterns. 16 to 20 inch stalks with six plus blooms, ideal for forcing for the holidays or gift giving. Do they are there? Do they have white ones? Yeah, there's white over there. There's white. Okay, I'm, I'm always familiar with the pink, the the red. Of course, is was my mother's favorite, and that's where I always got her a big solid red one, and and then there's a there's a pink one. And they have stripes, white stripes in them, and things like that. So that they really they come a long way with uh, amaryllis breeding. Come up with these different color bugs, but uh, they're they're no brainer as far as growing them. Do y'all have the uh, the the containers that you put them in in there? Well, we have pots that we can sell for them, as well as we have some that are, like, in the gift box. Okay, where it's okay. it's got the soil and the pot and the bulbs in there. Uh, we got some paper whites that way, too. Oh, okay. And that's... That's another good little gift thing. Yeah, if you want something fragrant, big-time fragrant. Uh, uh, fragrance is the same as stinky? Well, kind of, yeah. <laughs> but uh, the paper whites are fun to have for the holiday... And then when they, when you get tired of the fragrance, or you or they the flowers fade, then you can put them outside in the landscape. Right. That's another. They come back year after yeah, year. Yeah, and the deer won't eat them. Uh, and you, you they they take plenty of shade, and they always end up on uh, Jerry when we Jerry and I when we do our twelve months of color. Yeah, uh, that's paper, it. Yeah, it's always the first one because you. You can count on it generally to be blooming about January 1st. Yeah, absolutely. Every year. Drought tolerant. You, for, you forget about it. You never water yeah. paper whites. Did we decide the amaryllis was deer resistant? No, no, I, I don't, I'm not sure it is because Judy had. Well, most bulbs are poisonous, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. But, oh, I don't know about, but Judy the had top. a bunch of them growing. In her landscape, before the, and uh, the only ones we got, a few left are inside the fence. The others outside okay. were devoured. Okay. Well, in that same shipment, we got garlic, and that one's uh, needs some of the winter cold to actually be able to multiply. So right. if you're interested in growing garlic, everybody always asks for it in the spring, and it's like, okay, well, it's already yeah, got it. Yeah, you harvested it in the spring. But you also got it for uh, folks looking for society garlic for the land, outside landscape. That's wonderful fragrance there. Yeah. Every time the wind blows. Yeah, and, they, and it's a, that's a good uh, good cirrusque plant, good drought-tolerant plant. So what kind it of garlic? It's Italian food. What kind of garlic? Is this uh, elephant garlic? There's like two or three different varieties in there. Okay, with the big, the big, big cloves. Yeah. Okay. Do you like garlic, Jerry? Or you just like to grow it? Uh, my, I, I like. I've got some that's coming up that Malcolm gave me thirty years ago. Malcolm Beck gave me a long time ago, and he used to grow uh, uh, several acres of elephant garlic. Mm. And uh, the same thing happened to him that happens to uh, most commercial. That's why uh, garlic is grown in the desert. Because once it once it matures, once it you get ready to harvest, better not have soggy soil. Absolutely, you better not have any rain or soggy soil. Uh, they'll rot. 
and and of course they had to have to be planted from cloves a little little uh well uh I like bulbs like bulbs called cloves and uh you can't plant you can't plant you do any good with them from seed especially the elephant garlic and uh he lost his entire hmm. i don't think he even has any anymore did he but, commercially sell it? Yeah. How'd be done? Yeah. Trace, you want to talk about more of some of the things that are on sale? You mentioned the garden mums. Yeah. Um, and we got more coming this week. We Probably one, maybe two more weeks worth of mums coming in okay. for natural season. Uh, Snapdragons, we've got uh, the shorties and some mediums, and they're on special for 88 cents. And the four-inch uh, There's pie. a few, few in-store specials that aren't on here. Uh, we've got bougainvilleas, all bougainvilleas, half price. Oh, wow. Uh, rose trees at half price. The three-gallon crepe myrtles at half price. Mm. And the jujubes. Jujubes. He just at loves half that. half price <laughs> uh, on the larger containers. Then the perennials, like what's in front of us, uh, all the 699 perennials are on special for 388 so that's over a 40% off. Good selection on lantanas. This is actually the best selection of coneflower I think we've had all year. And the yeah, Society God, Garlic God is in there. Out while I go. The Asters are in there, Plumbago, your, your, normal, uh, your normal good colored uh, landscape perennials. They're all in that special. We have our promo shrub group. So your landscape shrub uh, group, we've got uh, Dwarf Yopon, uh, Dwarf Burford Holly, two different varieties of boxwoods. Red tip photinia, wax leaf ligustrum, and Laura petalum. That one doesn't normally make it onto this list, but we, we found some that uh, that we could afford to sell at a good price. Morning sun. Don't so if plan, you want something don't. with a, a brilliant colored foliage, that one would meet that. We talked about the shade tree special already, mm-hmm. but that's the tens, fifteens, and thirty gallon shade trees. And yes, the big tooth maple in the smaller container is on there. Okay. So what size um, container? Do you know off the top of your head? Well, it's in a box. Oh, it's a so box. No okay, direct, so it's there's no direct correlation. A small box. It's a good size box, but okay. it's not huge. <laughs> well, okay. We kind of determined it was a six six foot plus or so. Yeah, the trees are nice size, yeah. especially for. I mean, I know it sounds expensive, but that's actually inexpensive for uh, for one of those. And then we're giving that extra thirty percent off, so uh, definitely a good deal. I uh, got the half whiskey barrels for forty four eighty eight. The one, the ones that are cut. Those are cone barrels. Anyway. Cone, cone flowers. Yeah, right? cone flower. Yeah. Yeah. How much are your? How, how much are the half? They're uh, on special for forty four eighty eight for the halves. Not, oh, not not not, not, the, your, not the horizontal. Not that horizontal cut. Those are eighty four, yeah. I think. If you have not seen those, uh, they're pretty. They're spectacular. And uh, still some strawberries left, too. Yeah, we still got strawberries. be a great place to place a little strawberry garden. you got grandkids coming for the uh, holidays. Yeah, um, it would be great. Then we, we got in a new soil. Uh, it's the uh, Landscaper's Pride Gardener's Magic. It's an organic landscape mix, so to speak. Uh, real good, rich, can be planted in the, in the whiskey barrels. It takes two of them to fill up one of the barrels. Uh, and that's on sale for four eighty eight. That's an excellent price. Yeah, regular six ninety nine. Then this, I'm proud of this one. Okay. This is the Millburgers Winterizer. 
So it's an 18-6-12, which is the, the ratio that the extension service wants everybody to use. covers 7,200 square foot. Uh, has 2% iron in it. You know, most fertilizers have none. A good fertilizer has one, and we have two in this one. So uh, excellent fertilizer, better than any of the other winterizers you'll see out there, and it's on special for sixteen eighty-eight. Cool. All right. Uh, all these are on Millburger Nursery. Forty-pound bag. Yes, sir. Forty-pound bag covers about seventy-two hundred square feet. I think. There you go. It does. Want you some? <laughs> it's amazing how well I can read. All righty. Well, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Now, there's all kinds of great stuff leading up to Halloween right now at Millburgers. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you and the family can get some great pictures taken in the pumpkin patch. You can walk through the amazing hay maze. That's right. Millburgers' famous hay maze is up, and it's just a whole lot of fun. There's all kinds of scary stuff all around the nursery. And you can enjoy the terror train all October, Saturdays from 10 to 2 and Sundays from 11 to 2. Right now you can enjoy the moon bounce. Always fun for the kids. And then mark your calendars because Saturday October 28th and Sunday October 29th is Millburgers big celebration with face painting and a balloon artist Saturday and Sunday. The employees Halloween costume contest where you actually can win big prizes just for voting. Go learn more at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. Everyone is talking about fixed index annuities. Are annuities good or bad? Will you lose money or make money? Is your retirement nest egg protected from loss? Tune into Robin Hoppus and the Big State Financial Show at its new time, Saturday mornings at 9 and Mondays at 8 to learn more. Or you can call Robin at Big State Financial, 210-373-6000. It's the Big State Financial Show, Saturday mornings at 9 and Monday evenings at 8, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. We're talking with Mike Robert of Robert Custom Homes. And Mike, what kind of homes does Robert Custom Homes specialize in? Robert Custom Homes truly specializes in luxury, hill country, custom home living. You know, we build everywhere, Canyon Lake and north of that into Blanco, down to the south side of San Antonio and out to Seguin. You know, part of what makes the beauty of our custom homes is the fact that we have an ASID certified interior designer on staff to produce the finest interior design elements available today. Our first meeting is usually at our office to get to know each other, make sure we're going to work well together, and then generally it's a visit to your land. We want to see your land and the layout, and then usually some of our model homes or our properties or clients' properties that are open to us to use as well, so we can show customers exactly what we mean by integrity, quality, and distinction. For your custom home, go with a home builder that reflects integrity, quality, and distinction. Robert Custom Homes. Mike, how can we reach you? You can reach us on the web at Robert, that's my last name, R-O-B-A-R-E dot net. Robert.net. You've heard about the amazing benefits of fish oil for heart health, memory, learning, and mood. However, it's important to know that not all fish oils are alike. A poor quality fish oil may contain contaminants and be rancid, leading to unpleasant aftertaste and burping. There's a brand you can rely on, just as medical doctors have for years. Nordic Natural Pure, award-winning and patent fruit-flavored omega-3 fish oil. 
All Nordic Natural fish oils meet strict European medical standards and are independently tested, documenting exceptional purity and freshness levels. You'll feel and taste Nordic Natural's difference. Nordic Natural Omega-3 fish oils come in a variety of natural fruit flavors, both in liquid and capsule form. Children enjoy the chewable strawberry capsules and will ask for more. And you can get these at Rhonda's Nature's Way, two locations. 624 Southwest Military and 8059 Callahan at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. Jay Sekulow sees a bigger motive in the Las Vegas shooting. Did this person get radicalized unbeknownst to us? Radicalized unbeknownst to us? What is the evidence that has the sheriff concerned there could have been radicalization here? Now, radicalization doesn't necessarily mean international, but the use of the word radicalization conjures up groups like ISIS, or some politically adverse group in the United States. Jay Sekulow Live, weeknights at 7, right after Larry Elder at 5, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and your calls when you call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And um, you've got uh, something you're doing tomorrow? I just found out about that. I'm excited. <laughs> what's what's that? And talk about the eleventh hour. What'd you find out? Uh, in fact, I was almost a little late for the show. To oh. I was putting together a list of the plants that I'm going to be talking about tomorrow at the GVST uh, Gardening Essentials class at the Botanical Garden at noon. Uh, a lot of you go to that. If you never have been, it's a free and open to the public. Um, <laughs> Bless you. Goodness. Oh, my goodness. Where'd that come from? Are you okay? It must be that norther coming in here. But anyway, uh, the uh, they're having their gardening essentials class uh, tomorrow. And uh, at the San Antonio uh, Garden Center, 3310 North New Braunfels. Yeah, 3310 North New Braunfels. Used to be Funston, too, but uh, uh, I don't think the Funston's still there anymore. Did you see that they opened, they're opening the new part of the botanical garden? Yeah. Is that right? When that? new eight, eight acre, acres. Next week, I yeah. think. Next, next Saturday. Okay. But... Uh, Anyway, that that's right there at the corner of what used to be Funston and uh, the 3310 North New Braunfels. And uh, I'll start at, I'm the first speaker. What's your topic? My to- topic is, will we, I will review the latest offerings from the R&D Greenhouse. Hmm. We're a research and development greenhouse. In other words... These are the uh, plants that we're looking at uh, and propagating to uh, po- possibly put on the market or make Texas superstars. 
This is a great sneak preview at what will be offered at the GVST plant sale booth at the Herb Market. When is that? Pearl on October 21st, a week from we, yesterday. Yeah. And uh, Calvin and I uh, and Dr. Uh, um, Paul Cox will be there in the plant answers booth. In, not the plant in the Ask the Expert booth. And that's before. The, you, we'll be there in time. We'll leave at 11. So I think we'll, at least one of us will be not between 9 and 11. Right, right. And uh, all three of us probably be there a lot, a lot of that time. But especially from 10 to 11. Yeah. Like so it'll be fun. Uh, and if you haven't seen Paul Cox in a while, stop by and see him, too. I, I know the, it's at the a Pearl. lot of people missing, missing uh, seeing yeah. Paul Cox. Yeah. Uh, it's at the Pearl Pearl Brewery and uh, lots of lots of exhibits and plant sales. But, and uh, and plant, the Fanics are always there. Yeah. What, uh, okay, finish, uh, wh- who's the second speaker on? The second the, speaker is, uh, which will begin about... Uh, Two thirty or three, I guess. No, it's over uh, at three. Oh, it's over at three. Oh, so. What, at one thirty. Mine, mine starts at twelve, and I'll be through by one or one thirty. So he starts about one thirty. Uh, is uh, Sebastian Longoria of Oasis Farms, hmm. and he's going to be talking about microgreens. Are all the rage now? Did you know that method? No. Microgreen. And what is that like? Mold, uh, green mold or? Yeah, what? right. <laughs> Dense in nutrients and packed with flavor, oh. and easy to grow with minimum space. Come and find out how, and sample some tasty microgreens. Yum. Free microgreens. A little bitty. They're probably not going to have cookies this time. Uh, at the oh, pool. they'll always have cookies. You know, oh, that's with, one of the with things. With my microgreens? Yeah. You can, if you are uh, don't like to mix those kind of uh, different uh, foods, you can just pick one or the other. I picked the, the cookies. <laughs> <laughs> or, or put microgreens but on top of them. I'm sure yeah, Jerry exactly. will pick the microgreens. Oh, uh, that, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a big Because they'll probably, have, they'll probably grow them on rutabagas or something, too. So those of you listening out there, you're saying, "Well, I can't, I can't come to the GVST deal tomorrow. Why not? But I won't. Uh, well, I you want your microgreens? No, <laughs> that might have turned them off. I don't know. Really nah, that sounds they, interesting, actually. There you go. You come, uh, come over and see. Well, us. if that sounds interesting. Uh, you're going to have Molly in a few minutes. Yeah, talk, talk about, about bugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eating bugs. We're eating all there kinds of different things. Microgreen and bugs. Hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds healthy. I bet yeah. you don't gain a lot of weight. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably don't eat your eat your stomach till your stomach is full either. However, maybe they expand it. Or, but anyway, I'm going uh, for the rest of the program or some of the program. We're going to go over some of the plants that we're going to have. Over, we're going to be talking about at the garden center tomorrow at from oh, twelve to one thirty. So it's and then, then if if you hear one that's interesting to you, uh, that you want to plant in your garden, you should show up over at uh, at the uh, herb market next Saturday. Yeah, a week from from yesterday, 
at the air market and and get them to buy the plants over there directly. There there won't be any plants sold at the uh, essentials class tomorrow, but uh, they'll all all be saved to to be over at the uh, herb market. You think there might be some uh, Crawford lettuce at the herb market? That you gave me. I don't me. know. Are you coming? Are you gonna bring your Crawford lettuce? I guess I can't. Guess I will. Oh, you heard what he said. Yeah, last time this happened. Oh gosh, I hope you, I remember. When you weren't when you weren't there, I'll have to hide there. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll, just blame, we'll blame Paul. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all those so, millenniums with their dogs and uh-huh. stuff. So we got tomorrow's the essentials class right and you're going to talk about 12 o'clock yeah you're going to talk, talk about all, all different kinds of plants that are under research and then on saturday is the herb market mm-hmm. and they'll in and addition, that's in pearl and, brewery yeah Over in the addition pearl, to old pearl. us being available to ask the experts before 11 o'clock then you'll have all the every kind of herb you can think of and lots of exhibitors and Lots of information. Yeah, Mary Dunford will be over there. Yeah, it'd be good. It always is. They always and have the, and then, the, then they have, for the, those of you who've never been over to Pearl on Saturday, uh, they, they also have a farmer's market over there. With a lot of a lot of different booths over there. Oh, there's always, yeah, there's always something exciting. Uh, yeah, it's it's Pearl. a fun place to go there and stuff to eat too. So uh, it's it's a it's a good venue now that that's mm-hmm. got over there, and you can bring your dogs, Milton. Yeah, they got more dogs than they got people <laughs> over there. I've been, yeah, I've seen, I've been walking through there when it seems like yes, there are more dogs than people. But uh, yeah, you're welcome to bring your dogs out there. It is a fun place. So that's uh, the 21st and the 28th and 29th here at Millburgers is the big Halloween celebration. That's right at the nursery. So uh, you can come on out for that. We're gonna. Have uh, all kinds of fun stuff, including uh, food, balloon animals, face painting, terror train, the maze. We're going to have a costume contest where you can actually be a winner, too. And when you vote, your vote uh, is free, and uh, you vote for the, your favorite employee. And um, then uh, they're going to draw a no. name out of that. Your favorite employee's costume. Okay, yeah, I guess so. You're right. Yeah, because there's some of the, you know, some of them have good costumes that you, you know. Wait a minute. You're just making all kinds of friends. Well, they, uh, I don't think we can vote anyway, so we can't. They get, they get. It's funny how friendly and and pleasant, helpful everybody gets when they want you to vote you for go. their costume. But uh, you'll be eligible to win a gift certificate to the nursery. And it's a big gift certificate. Yeah, it's a, I think it's $100. So, wow, that's good. Uh, yeah, so uh, it's going to be a lot of fun, uh, all kinds of stuff. So mark your calendar for the 28th and the 29th um, to be here at the nursery. But anyway, one of the plants that we're going to have over there at the Pearl a week from yesterday uh, will be called uh, Japanese Lantern. It's a hibiscus with kind of a long, long uh, anther uh, sticking out of the middle. It's it's a it's a it's a hibiscus, and it's a it's sort of rare. It's kind of hard to find, and very attractive. It's it's a tender perennial. It uh, grows in sun, sun to shade, morning sun, afternoon shade. It's great in containers that you can move. 
move in and move uh, uh, into a protected place when during the cold. Uh, we're also going to have a, another uh, one of my favorite orchid trees, Bahenius Mexicana, and uh, that thing is is. I fell in love with it at uh, first saw it at uh, Willie Gentry's over down in Laredo, and uh, that thing is covered with butterflies, and and it, it blooms almost all all the year. It uh, winter it, too. No, Summer. no, it's a frequent bloom cycle. Uh, it, it 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 probably does better in a whiskey barrel. Uh, and we th- we think it's deer and drought. We know it's drought tolerant, but we know, think it might be deer tolerant too, or deer resistant. But uh, it's just covered with uh, uh, delicate, fragrant uh, flowers with, with a rare hint of uh, ours has pink in it, which is uh, the rare form. But uh, it's an orchid tree, and they, it we care we. Take we put ours in a protected area every year uh, in the, in the winter, to and it, it will bloom in the greenhouse. You talk about blooming all year, but uh, I, I imagine when the cold weather hits and people give minimum uh, protection for, to cold, that uh, that uh, it'll, it'll go out of bloom. But it's a woody plant. It's a it's a bohemia and it, it's a woody plant. How tall do you remember how tall it gets? Yeah, uh, let's see. This 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 says it'll get. Uh, uh, wait a minute. Wait Ten feet, see. eight feet. Ten to twelve feet. Yeah. The the now that's it's a slow growing tree, so it's a. But that you you could still you know beside a house that oh, a yeah. sheltered spot you could yeah still, right and throw still a, do all right throw a blanket over it or something like that. Hey, we got to take a break and get you caught up with the news. So I want to remind you to uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. If you're outside of San Antonio, you call us toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. Again, remember that information on uh, the uh, Tomorrow's Gardening Essential class is on gardeningvolunteers.org. Information on Millburgers is at millburgernursery.com. We'll take a break. We'll be back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas with Dr. Calvin Fitch and Dr. Parsons. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Again, that number 210-308-8867. We're going to talk to uh, Patty first, and then we're going to give Molly a call right after we speak to Patty at 210-308-8867. Hi, Patty. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Hi there. I'm great. Thank you. I bought a tree. It's a, I think it's a Mexican oak, and it's growing very well. But I just noticed about two weeks ago that it has little brownish black spots on the underneath of the leaf. So I'm wondering if it has a virus or something, or I don't know. Is something wrong with it? Little brown spots? Yes, under the leaves. Uh-huh. But the leaves, the leaves look all right. Are they are they dropping? 
Not too much, no, not oh, yet. Okay. I mean, I know they kind of dropped, you know, as yeah, the yeah time, they could have. They, they, this year they may have dropped some because of the there was some, some rain periods rain. and then it got hot and dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Uh, you know, they they potentially will drop their leaves, and then uh, I don't think it's uh, any problems. Little spots, Jerry, underneath the leaves of uh, um, Mexican white oak. And, yeah. yeah, so it's just yeah, just uh, that time of the year, and it could be a little insect hits, but uh, uh, no, no, no problem. I don't think you have to treat it or anything. Okay. How big? How big is the tree? About Large? Uh, 12, 12 feet. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay. That should do it. All right, yes. Thank you. Okay, Thank good you. luck. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling. Bye. All right, Bye-bye. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Let's get to Renee, and then, yeah, go ahead and give Molly a call, and we'll get her on the line. Hi, Renee. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. i got a couple of questions. Okay. And um, my problem is with a hackberry tree, and the hackberry tree we cut down. It was a big one, probably 12 inches in diameter, and it was in the middle of two oak trees, two live oaks, which, of course, spread way out so that they could get some sun. But the hackberry has uh, been sprouting up everywhere, and the stump. I don't know if the stump is dead or what, but what can I do to get rid of that stump or kill off everything that's growing up from the ground, from the hackberry? Now, is the stump, is the uh, is a lot of sprouts coming up off of, off of the stump, or are they mostly coming out, out a ways away from it? Well, some are coming up from the stump, and others within uh, a foot of the stump, and then others... Uh, several feet away. Yeah. When was this tree cut down? Oh, it was cut down about ten months ago. Okay. Oh, okay. I think I would go and just cut the the all those little sprouts out at uh, ground level, basically, and just get get some of that vines, that cut vine and stump killer, <laughs> and you just brush a little bit on each of those new cuts. Okay. And it's got on the new cuts, and you you can you can kind of uh, the bigger trunk is going to be a little bit harder, but you can you can do it on those those stems there too, or you can scrape a little bit around that edge of that stump and try it. Uh, in the long term, though, you, I think you'll probably uh, you want that stump to rot. I think I would just get some. Some uh, fertilizer, lawn fertilizer. It's on sale, and just mound it over there, and then put soil over the top after you've cut all those sprouts out, and that that just helps it uh, decompose. Okay, all right. So, so you um, you you got two operations. You're trying to kill the the roots and the sprouts, and you do that with vine uh, cut vine and stump killer, which is a little you can get a little or a, a larger container it's got a little brush in it and you just brush it on the new cut it, it just it gets on the vascular system so it's it sounds so simple and it works very well and then for the main stump you're gonna you're gonna try to 
speed up its decomposition, so you're going to put pour generous supply of uh, lawn fertilizer on there and cover it with soil. And so you're, you're creating a, a, a mini compost situation. Okay, I got you. That's, that sounds good. And uh, I, the stump killer is not going to hurt any of the roots of the live oak then. No, not if you, not if you follow label instruction. I, I use it in a rose bed. And uh, if, you know, as long as you, you, you know, you're putting it on the vascular system and, you, and it's... It's uh, sometimes you think, well, maybe I should pour more on there, but no, you just <laughs> you just brush it on there, and it works really effectively, and it dries okay. right in place. It doesn't it doesn't get in in the other tree. And you can treat the yeah. sprouts that are coming out from from beyond the stump. Right. Okay. Good. Now, one more question. I okay. want to bring some potted plants in when it gets cold. I'm going to bring them into the house. Uh, not in the garage, and I didn't want to bring bugs in. I didn't want those little teeny-weeny little gnat things coming into the house. Is there anything I can use on those potted plants before I bring them into the house? Little little spinosad might do that. Yeah, spinosad's an organic control that uh, kills, is really effective at killing small insects. No, for, uh, doesn't have any smell or anything. So you just you spray it on on there a couple days before or the day before. Or water it, water the plant with it, with the the mixed up product. And so that should do it. So so the plants are coming in the house, and you sound like you didn't always do it. So where's your husband going to the garage? Uh oh. No, no, the garage is too full of all of my husband's toys and things. There uh. you go. <laughs> that, that's the. Are you familiar with spinosad or spinosad? No, I'm not. And I was wondering, can you use it on ferns? Yes, you can. You can use it on okay. anything. Oh, and great. you can spray, okay. spray them down, spray, spray the foliage and everything else, as well as put some in yeah. in the uh, in the root zone. And it's oh, it's good. uh it's you you it, it's not sold as spinosad. It's oh. sold as, as a product name with spinosad. And it's, oh. it's spelled it's spelled like we we're saying. Some people say spinosad, but it's spelled S P I N O S A D. And very very effective on spinosad. aphids and gnats and small right. small insects. Thanks for that. Thank you. All right, you take care. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867 is the number to call to be a part of the show. If you're looking for something to do on November 2nd and you want to do something that uh, involves insects and uh, and eating. And beer. <laughs> and beer, apparently. Yes, uh, Molly Keck is on the line to tell you about the third annual Insecta Fiesta. Uh, Insecta Fiesta over at the San Antonio Garden Center. Molly is the Integrated Pest Management Program Specialist and Board Certified Entomologist with the Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service here in Barrett County. Hi, Molly. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing just fine. All right. So, um... Where do we start on this? 
Do you drink, do you drink a lot of beer first? <laughs> we'll, tell, well, Molly, first tell folks what's going to be happening, and then, <laughs> then, then we'll ask you how much beer you need. Okay. Well, we're doing our third, like you said, our third annual Insecta Fiesta, and um, basically it's a, it's a fun dinner. We incorporate insects into the meal. Um, it involves all the different program areas of extension, so it's a kind of a unique dinner to highlight a sustainable form of agriculture that I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing on the menu in the next several years. Um, you know, we know that, what is it, by the year 2050, we're supposed to have an estimated 9 billion people on the earth, and we can't really sustain all those people with our current agricultural practices, and there's always new technologies coming out, but insects are definitely one of those that we'll probably start utilizing sometime soon. So we're going to have a four-course dinner with the option of pairing. So if you feel like you have to have, like, some alcohol to get you used to the bug, it's going to be there for you. Um, but it's, we've kind of taken the ick factor out of it. So you think of eating bugs and you think of a little bug parts stuck in your teeth. But in reality, a lot of it is cricket powder. So it's like instead of eating a, a grain of wheat, you eat flour, right? So same thing with crickets. They, they process it and grind it up, and then you can incorporate it into the food. Um, so that you're you're not knowingly eating bugs, and it makes it a little bit easier to swallow. Oh, so they're not hopping around on the plate or anything? No. Hopefully not. Uh, hopefully not. <laughs> and there's no maggots in there. The floor Yuck. <laughs> now, Molly, were you at the first and the second annual um, Insecta Fiesta? She's the one who started. Sure, yeah. We're the ones cool. that we started. Oh, each, each, Millen was just checking to make sure no, no, she, no. she survived. I went, well, that, oh, that wasn't why. But, but to, what was what were people's reactions? Were they kind of like, I don't know, and then, holy cow, wow, that was that was, that was good. Exactly, yeah. People that came with some reservations um, left realizing that you can eat insects without it being so disgusting. But then a lot of people actually came because they were interested in the idea. Um, and so it's kind of a gourmet dinner, but with insects in it. So it's not, it's, you know, a lot of people think it's bugs on a stick or something like that. And it's definitely so, not like So, that. Molly, did, did you have alcoholic drinks from the beginning? Or did you just oh. decide you needed that to make everybody satisfied after this third <laughs> one? No. no, we included it always in, in the, in the okay. meals. And, you know, we, uh, our, Jerry and I were just thinking that there. Back in uh, when we were with the extension office, we never were allowed to have alcoholic uh, drinks at our. our Calvin uh, will complain bands. about this at the drop of a hat. Uh, I mean, he is really upset about this. Everything David's associated with there is uh, some kind of alcohol involved. It sure does. He knows how to bring an audience in, right? At, at, well, there, at, there you at, go. There you go. <laughs> We're talking about the uh, third annual Insecta Fiesta, November 2nd, at the San Antonio Garden Center. you got some good chefs involved. Yeah, too, talk huh? about who's going to be preparing these meals. We do. Um, our main chef is um, Hatish Nathani. He has Bombay Salsa Company, and he actually came to uh, our Insecta Fiesta last year. And he said, I want to be involved in this in some way. And so his catering company, and he also has a food truck, they do uh, Latin Indian fusion. So we're going to have as our first course hummus and um, a, to a roasted tomatillo chickpea salsa. So it'll have kind of an Indian flair, but also salsa, so it's Latin as well. Um, and that will be spiced with uh, uh, with locally harvested fire ants. Um, and then All he right. is. What's lo yeah. locally what? Fire ants. Locally uh, harvested fire, fire ants. 
you can finally get revenge on those fire ants. There you go. Eat them. That's right. Yeah. Can't beat them, eat them. <laughs> that's exactly. that's going to be the new slogan. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go ahead, Molly. We our, interrupted you. Our, that's okay. Our second course is um, he's going to make a tomato bisque soup, and um, David Rodriguez, our horticulturist, is, is doing a lot of tomato trials, so we're going to utilize those tomatoes that he's growing so they'll be locally grown also. Um, and we'll probably use wax worms in that, in that soup. And then our main course will be a tandoori chicken. He'll just kind of use some crickets, I think, on top of it was the idea. But we're going to have a microgreen salad, also grown by David locally, um, that'll be garnished with some little tiny tomatoes and some peppers, whatever he has on hand that he's mm-hmm. been growing, but also with toasted mealworms. And those kind of give it a... Uh, that's my probably my favorite thing to eat of all the bugs because it really is kind of like an almondy, buttery flavor. So it kind of gives it kind of a mm. crouton texture. Um, I, I think they're pretty tasty. And then so, we'll finish it up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We'll finish and then it we'll up. Finish with... it up with a uh, dessert that will be uh, most likely prepared by the chef at the San Antonio Botanical Gardens, and we're going to use cricket flour in the cake or the crust of the pastry of the pie or whatever it is that's the last thing that we still have to pin down and we're still kind of throwing around ideas so it should it'll be a surprise but if you eat cricket flour in a cake you don't even realize that you're eating it it's just a a higher protein healthier dessert so it's not true based on your uh, menu list that the rumor i heard that there was going to be rhinoceros beetle grub sausage no no okay you know what that's not a bad idea for next year. Next year we're thinking. Well, yeah, there you go, Calvin. Yeah, gri- grilled, <laughs> grilled rhinoceros beetle Swedish man. Swedish rhinoceros beetle <laughs> sausage. All right, cool, Molly. So how 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 much is it? Where do you get tickets and all that good stuff? So we have a, a few different options. If you decide to do uh, the pairing with the alcohol, we'll have two cocktails: a, a, a dessert cocktail and a. Um, uh, appetizer cocktail, and then the two middle courses will be with beer from Blue Star Brewing Company. So if you decide to do the pairing, it's $60 for an individual or 100 for a couple. And then if you decide not to do the pairing, it is 40 for an individual and 60 for a couple. So there's a couple different options depending on if you like the alcohol or not. Um, and hopefully that will bring in some of the like students and things that might find this to be a fun dinner but maybe can't afford $100 for a pair. And you can register through that. Probably the easiest place to go is to our website. It's bear, as in Bear County, B-E-X-A-R, dash T-X dot T-A-M-U dot E-D-U. And that's TAMU, as in Texas A&M University. And then when you get there, just kind of click around, and you can find a link to the registration page because the registration page is a really long link that you'd, you wouldn't be able to write down if I tried to give it to you. <laughs> Okie dokie. Yeah, that gets you right there. So, okay, Molly, well, thank you. She's got us pegged for being uh, pretty slow. To, uh, what? Can't, we wouldn't be able to write that down, I think. Oh, she I typed gave. it as she was talking. Oh. Uh, you can also probably just Google our it. Our audience is much brighter than us, Molly, thank goodness. Okay, so. I can give it to you, but it's long. No. It's no, agile. No. <laughs> no, it's easy. They, 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 they can go to the bear. We'll have to. Uh, you'll have to call us afterwards and tell us how it went, what people's reviews and reactions were. Okay, we will do. 
Molly, anything happening interesting in San Antonio in the insect world right now? What kind of calls and stuff are you uh, getting and handling? I'm getting a lot of calls right now on millipedes. Everyone's asking what these little kind of wormy things are that are coming in the house. Um, it just, since we've had some wet weather and not as super dry weather, um, the moisture's remained in the soil, and so they kind of migrate into the house, but they're nothing to worry about. And then there's a huge explosion kind of in a, south of Bear County, a little bit more than within Bear County, of fall armyworms. So if you're seeing a lot of soft worms that make a mess if you step on them on the sidewalk, just covering the sidewalk or your driveway, those are fall armyworms. And this is the last generation that they mm-hmm. have, so I would just ignore them unless you see some significant damage on your turf. Um, but chances are they're just exploding, and then they're going to die off, and we'll see no more of them within a week or two. Sounds good. Thank Very you, cool. Molly. Thanks, Molly. All right. No problem, guys. Thanks for having me on. You betcha. We'll uh, talk to you later. I have a, one question. How, how? What are the top, say, three insects that people will be eating uh, in the future? That night. To, in the, uh, oh, in the crickets, future? Crickets, grasshoppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the orthopterans like crickets and grasshoppers. You know, there's actually a lot of local cricket farms in Austin, you know, kind of go figure, but they've got some significantly large farms there. And if you think about it, like, you don't, it, they don't need a lot of water. They don't need a lot of space. They don't need a lot of grain, but they produce right. more protein. So they make sense, right? Um, so okay. crickets definitely, mealworms, um, and actually, a lot of people eat bees. They eat the, the, bee, the bee larvae as kind of a delicacy. Oh, yeah. okay. What is it? The bee? Bees. Bee larvae. Bee larvae. Bees, yeah. Ah, Especially drone bees. So, so it's not the mites. It's those people eating, <laughs> eating all those poor larvae. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so. We figured out colony collapse, didn't we? <laughs> Thanks, Molly. All right. Okay, Bye-bye, no Mom. Problem. You take care. Bye, guys. If you, want, if you want some more information and you didn't get that website, uh, you can call the station. Uh, 210-308-8867, and uh, Carla will get it uh, to you. Just Bear Life, AgriLife, Bear, Bear County AgriLife will get you. Yeah, if you, if you just Google it, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Bear County AgriLife. All right, 210-308-8867. Thanks again to Molly for coming on the air and spending time with us. Thanks to Wade for waiting. We've got him on the line at 210-308-8867. It's going to be funny if Wade has an insect problem that he needs us to help him solve. Because we have recipes, Wade. I don't have an insect problem, but I have a uh, rotisserie praying mantis recipe. Oh, good. All right. That's a but little bitty rotisserie. The questions I would like to ask today uh, are about vines, two vines. And one is the, and they're both creepers. One is the Rangoon and one is the Virginia. Have you ever had any experience with these vines? Yes, we have. Uh, <laughs> My questions really are: Do they overtake? Do they come back in the winter? Do they, you know, do they just take over the area they're planted in? Or well, the the Rangoon uh, master gardener that we were affiliated with, uh, she grew it, and uh, most winters it died back, and then came back gangbusters after the weather got hot, and it bloomed all summer. It was fairly spectacular to look at. Now, I was trying to remember that two winters ago, it made it through the whole winter. Yeah. And uh, then it did, did cover a lot of territory. And she got a little, had to do a little pruning and everything because it was inclined to 
take overtake. Off. Yeah, just it grew as long as the weather was well good, and right. it's kind of like coral vine. If it, the only thing that saves you from it is the cold weather. Yeah, now, correct. Virginia creeper. Uh, and this is a variegated one. I'm speaking the reference to. The, the, I don't know about the. Uh, of course, of course, up north they use Virginia creeper everywhere. It's uh, got good fall colors. Got uh, yeah, very, wildlife birds, the wildlife, and a uh, good good landscape plant. Seems to be a little harder to grow here because of the heat and all. And alkaline soil. Yeah, and so that that's that would be the key that alkaline soil, I think. Right. Uh, I I know I know some gardeners are growing it, um, but it's not like. You know, you can't drive in my neighborhood and see anywhere where it's growing on a a wall or anything like you would uh, in a city in the north, or yeah, like or some other ivy. And, but yeah, if you have a brick a brick house in the north, it seems like you got a Virginia creeper. Yeah, growing. everywhere. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. My last um, question is about the uh, mandevilla bush. Is that the same deal with the uh, alkaline soil? Is sometimes you'll have problems with those things. Yeah, and also you uh, you keep them in containers because they freeze. Okay. So you put them in containers, and uh, my my neighbor's got one that I drive by every day, and uh, that thing it's it's a pink one. It's a pretty they they got them in pink and red and maybe white, but uh, that thing is just full of blooms all the time. So it's a good summer vine to use but uh cold weather uh 30 30 30 to 35 will probably take them out so yeah. you you want to keep them in containers so you can more sensitive than bougainvillea yeah right absolutely we'll protect that then okay gentlemen you've uh, summarized my questions i appreciate your fountain of information okay thank <laughs> you for calling thanks wade you take care Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867. 308-8867. War of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Now, there's all kinds of great stuff leading up to Halloween right now at Millburgers. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you and the family can get some great pictures taken in the pumpkin patch. You can walk through the amazing hay maze. That's right. Millburgers' famous hay maze is up, and it's just a whole lot of fun. There's all kinds of scary stuff all around the nursery. And you can enjoy the terror train all October, Saturday from 10 to 2 and Sundays from 11 to 2. Right now you can enjoy the moon bounce. Always fun for the kids. And then mark your calendars because Saturday October 28th and Sunday October 29th is Millburgers big celebration with face painting and a balloon artist Saturday and Sunday. The employees Halloween costume contest where you actually can win big prizes just for voting. Go learn more at millburgernursery.com that's millburgernursery.com to learn more. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles 
to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar levels. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations. 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482. Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The United States recently witnessed a tragic example of hypocrisy in high office on the question of the sanctity of human life. Pennsylvania Republican Congressman Tim Murphy has a voting pattern of defending the sanctity of human life and only lately was amongst those who voted to ban abortion after 20 weeks. However, court proceedings revealed that when Congressman Murphy discovered that his mistress may be expecting a child, he repeatedly suggested that she abort the unborn baby. The political pressure became increasingly heavy after the revelation. Initially, Representative Murphy announced that he would retire at the end of his term. Subsequently, he told Speaker of the House Paul Ryan that he would resign effective October the 21st. This kind of hypocrisy at this level on the question of the sanctity of human life is not only immoral, it's downright deadly. Day by day, vote by vote, headline by headline, America's soul on the question of the dignity and sanctity of human life is becoming more apparent. I'm Albert Moeller. Joe Walsh believes Trump has one quality that no other president has had. I appreciate almost more than anything President Trump does, how he punches the media. He's the first president in my lifetime who's consistently called the media out and waged war against the media, political war against the media. I love that about him. The Joe Walsh Radio Program, weeknights at 10 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Evelyn is on the line at 308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Hi there, Evelyn. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? Doing great. What's going on? Well, I'm asking about the ruby crushed tomatoes. How big are they supposed to get? They're smaller. They're, uh, they're kind of pear-shaped. Okay. And they're side of a marble. Is that right? Small what, marble. The what? The ruby. The ruby crush. No, they're bigger than that. And bigger they're also. Yeah, they're they're also oblong. 
Oh, mine's, oh, um, the ones I got like are... like a grape. Uh, oh, yours are like oh, a grape? Oh, yeah, they're, they're like a big grape. Mine look like a little football. Little football? How little? Well, just they're kind of, you know... Yeah, little, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, so they're... Yours are not ripened, yes. They're not red either, are they? Oh, yeah. Mine yeah. are no. blood red when they no, get ripe. No. like a golden color. <laughs> what did I do wrong? No, oh, nothing. Just just wait a little bit longer. Okay. Well, this, this, for sure, do you have Ruby Crush? Well, yeah. that's what I you bought it as. Oh, okay. And it's uh, kind of hard, uh, too. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, just, it takes them a while for, to turn that deep red. Okay. Well, I'll pull them all when they're golden color, so before the birds would get it, so I guess I got, did the wrong thing. Yeah. Well, uh, put it on your counter. I will. If you want to get them before the birds get them, uh, put them on the counter, and they'll turn red, blood okay. red. And they store for a long time. I, I, uh, this spring, I, I was taking pictures of them, and uh, I, I stored some for a couple of weeks for them all to turn red, and uh, they were one of the longest storage tomatoes that I had. They didn't. They didn't, and they didn't crack. They were the oh, least. Now he said crack. that about my tomatoes last yeah. year. Gosh, what yeah, a, that's right. Like what that. a short-term uh, <laughs> loyalty. He says that about all tomatoes. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that we passed like in the back. Yeah. Seems like the other ones aren't growing either, like they should. I don't know. I use the nineteen five nine and copious amounts of. The other one. Are, are you not harvesting anything, Evelyn? No, just just the huh. uh, ruby red, ruby crush, or. Well, that well, you don't have any fruit. I mean, you have fruit on the plants. Oh right? yes, they have fruit on them, but looks okay. like they're not getting any bigger either. They, I don't know. You're watching them too much. Well, taste taste one for sure to make sure that you didn't that they didn't. You didn't get something that wasn't uh, the real Ruby Crush. Uh huh. No, she's picking them. Yeah, but their mine they mine don't ripen. show any any yellowing at all. They go from green to red. Oh, they're a solid yeah. red. Okay. Yeah, I mean, but it's an obvious. The transition is an obvious red from the green. Not now the Ruby Crush has a lot of fruit on it, right? Yes, they're it does. Green. It does. It does have a lot of fruit on it. Yes, it does. Okay. The, it it that, that could have been a damaged fruit or something like that. So so the the you're just rushing it. You're you're wor- <laughs> you worried them. Now this is the middle of October. Yes, I know. I'm sorry to hear and, that and, too. <laughs> and we did, we didn't promise anything until uh, Thanksgiving. Middle of Thanksgiving. Middle and of I November. Mean it's going to be cold though. No, it's not going to be. What is wrong with you? You you were you woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. Or something. Well, maybe I did. <laughs> yeah, you're over there. You're out there watching your tomatoes, wanting them to turn red, and when the temperature cools down, it, they slow up. <laughs> yeah, but we, we still got Carson. When the temperatures are hot, we said they it's too hot for them. To, yeah. You can't win. But I like uh, the hot don't. Weather, don't don't worry. If they've set fruit, uh, you'll have to have a, a lot of you'll have a lot of Ruby Crush in uh, uh, thirty days. 
And uh, some of your bigger tomatoes will take 50 to 60 days. And that means but you, 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 you talk by then. Will you quit it? That's, that's <laughs> before Thanksgiving. <laughs> I don't like the weather. I'm sorry. Hang up on this pencil. No. Uh, <laughs> I like the warm weather. It's going to be know. it's going to be in the fifties this next week. Burr, really that's cold yeah. for me. Yeah. Well, don't worry. You you're going to get tomatoes by Thanksgiving. Okay. Should I fertilize them again? Oh, we promise. No, 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 no. No. If you if you put a, a slow release fertilizer on them and Osmocote, that that'll be enough to carry them through. Okay. I can do that. All right. Well, good luck to you. Thank you for right, calling. Thanks. Keep us informed, Evelyn. Okay, I will. Yeah, but right. call when you get on the up up on the right side of the bed this time. There you go. Don't make fun <laughs> of Evelyn. Stop it. The only way I can it. get on the, bed is on the right <laughs> side, the other side of the bed is against the wall. So. Oh, there you go. You got it. Oh, really? No wonder you're so frustrated. You That's really get, hard to get up. You got to get up on the right side. <laughs> Thank okay. you, Evelyn. I'm sorry they picked on you. That was that was not right. <laughs> bye bye. 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 All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. That Evelyn just she's pushing the envelope. See, we we give them stuff before Thanksgiving, and what are they they wanted before Halloween now? Well, but she's hearing other people have them, and she's kind of wondering yeah. what's wrong with her. Well, and she is a good gardener. She usually yeah. is. Yeah, so don't, don't does pick on poor one. Evelyn. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, if if, if the weather is, uh, you know, moderate like it was last year, you, you, things are more predictable. But when you had a year like we had this year with the heat and cool oh. and rain and variation, she's, she's uh, isn't she over in the uh, east? Yeah, she's east. Yeah, so, yeah, you couldn't have a completely different condition. We had one gardener that called us uh, earlier uh, this fall that told us that they, that last big rain was the first one they had that actually got to them. So conditions yeah. are variable all over our area. So the, gar- the gardens and the performance of the plants can be real variable. All right, getting back to my uh, yeah. list of uh, plants that we're going to have at the the gar- the GVST booth at the uh, herb the herb market a uh, week from yesterday. So uh, one uh, one thing that we're going to have is uh, the what what we consider to be the best pomegranate. Ooh, called Purple Heart. See it. Oh, that's pretty. Oh, it's funny. Pretty. It's, it looks like it's got a purple heart. Yeah, that's pretty. Pretty, pretty, uh, pretty fruit and uh, uh, pretty, pretty good producer. Uh, sweet flavor with dark arrows. Arrows. Uh, drought tolerant, of course. Uh, all pomegranates are full sun. We'll have a few lemon figs over there. And they're always the best sellers because they got little figs on them. Oh, but the deal is, uh, I hate for people to buy those thinking that they're going to get ripe figs off of them. These are in gallon containers. You could pull them all off. Uh, I'll do. But uh, that's the first thing that sells out is those, those small because they get, they think they got figs on them and that they're going to ripen. Yeah, and they're decorative though too. 
And we've got a grape over there. Uh, basically, it's a red, uh, a red champanel seeded grape called Valhalla. You know what Valhalla means? Viking word for heaven. Oh, okay. And uh, they might even, might even have it at the at the bug fest or the fiesta. What there is, you go. Insecta fiesta. <laughs> oh, really? No. <laughs> but it's, a, it's a red champanel, great for trellises. And uh, the the ones the ones we have at the greenhouse, uh, we use for wildlife feed because we never get any grapes or birds. Get oh, them. yeah. Well, but, uh, sounds like something I'd have in my landscape. Cause it's a seeded grape, and it's it's red, and it's sweet when it when, if you can beat the birds to. It. Then we have uh, a new uh, Esperanza called Butterscotch Esperanza. It's it's sort of a dwarf. Uh, in our planting beds and everything, it's remained a, a sort of a, 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 by dwarf, I say a third the size of uh, New Gold Lantana. So, uh, not New Gold Lantana, uh, Gold Star Esperanza. It's about half that size. But it's it's golden in color, more golden than yellow, and it has more compact uh, growth habit, drought, and then deer 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 tolerant in some neighborhood, deer resistant in some neighborhood, called butterscotch esperanza. Hey, let's uh, take a quick break. While we do, okay. uh, give us a call at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Are all these pictures online anywhere or no? I thought about putting them online. I, 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 I think like the butterscotch Esperanza is really pretty. Yeah. So that might be helpful. I'm going to Google it and see what I can find. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Now, there's all kinds of great stuff leading up to Halloween right now at Millburgers. For instance, right now at Millburgers, you and the family can get some great pictures taken in the pumpkin patch. You can walk through the amazing hay maze. That's right. Millburgers' famous hay maze is up, and it's just a whole lot of fun. There's all kinds of scary stuff all around the nursery. And you can enjoy the terror train all October, Saturdays from 10 to 12, and Sundays from 11 to 2. Right now, you can enjoy the moon bounce. Always fun for the kids. And then mark your calendars because Saturday, October 28th, and Sunday, October 29th, is Millburgers' big celebration with face painting and a balloon artist Saturday and Sunday. The Employees Halloween Costume Contest, where you actually can win big prizes just for voting. Go learn more at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. Hugh Hewitt believes he knows the next move from the White House. The Secretary of State has to represent the president. You cannot have a president be represented abroad by someone who thinks he's an moron. I confirmed in my own reporting this weekend that the president is talking about replacing Secretary Jefferson with CIA Director Mike Pompeo, which would be a very good thing for the United States and the world. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. One of the Ten Commandments says to honor your father and mother. And right now, I'd like to honor my father. 
He fought our country's battles as part of the greatest generation in World War II. He was brave, strong, and independent, and he retired right here in San Antonio, where for the last few years of his life, he fought his final battle called Alzheimer's. I'm so proud of my father. My name is Greg Perkins, and after my own service to our country and in honor of my father, I started a company called In-Home Senior Care right here in Military City, USA. Since 1999, we have been providing the peace of mind that gives the honor and dignity your parents deserve by helping them remain in the home of their memories and assisting them with day-to-day activities like meal preparation, bathing assistance, housekeeping, transportation, and companionship. Call now, and in-home senior care can have a care specialist in your home today. Call 210-256-CARE. That's 256-CARE or online at inhomeseniorcare.com. In-home senior care. Breaking news. Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen says the Fed expects to keep raising interest rates for the foreseeable future. Stimulating talk. Donald Trump says that the West is superior. What's happening in the West? Are people starting to think maybe end views are the issue? The answer. If you lease office, retail, or warehouse space for your business, the last thing you want to do is overpay the landlord. But it happens every day. Hi, I'm Scott McMurray and president of Bottom Line Realty Advisors. We work with business people who want an effective strategy for their next real estate decision. Whether leasing or buying, it affects your bottom line. Your landlord has representation, and you should too. Even if you're a good tenant with no plans to move at all, you're the most vulnerable to getting a really bad deal. We only represent our clients, never landlords, so we have no conflict of interest. We stay on your side. Call me, Scott McMurrian, at 210-535-7800, and we'll negotiate from a position of strength. BottomlineRealtyAdvisors.com Bottomline Realty Advisors, we get the landlord off your bottom line. Take 9.30 a.m. The Answer with you everywhere you go with the 9.30 a.m. The Answer app. Simply go to the App Store on your mobile device, type in 9.30 a.m. The Answer, download the app, and you'll always be in touch. Breaking news, stimulating talk, 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Look at that. A whole bunch of people over there by the pumpkin patch picture palace. Studio. Okay, I like that. Like that? The pumpkin patch picture palace? Yep. So uh, people are taking advantage of Millburger set up a nice little uh, fall pumpkin patch place to take pictures. And uh, maybe the pumpkin patch place. But anyway. Um, so lots of things going on here at the nursery. Lots of folks having fun. The sun's come out. Still a nice, cool breeze, so uh, we encourage you to uh, um, come on out and be a part of it. What you got going on, Trace? Well, the train's going to run for another 15 minutes or so. so All right. Uh, if, you're, if you're on the road and you want to ride a train, head here now. Uh, we'll keep the bounce house up till close to 5, and the maze is open all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got plenty of pumpkins still to pick from. Yeah. So, so what uh, are you going to – so for the employee costume thing, what are you going to – where do you know yet? Have you chosen your uh, costume? I had two. My wife told me which one of the two I was going to be. Oh wow! Okay, what was wrong with the other one? Nothing. Okay, she just said that one was better. Yeah. Okay, I was just wondering. I didn't want to argue with her. <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, okay, so let's see, and then uh, explain what happens with the employee uh, costume contest. 
All right. Well, basically, the employees, all, most of them will dress up, and uh, it's it's a judging. We, we don't care how many times the customers vote. They vote for their favorite mm-hmm. costume. And when it's all said and done, Charles will do the tallying, and um, there will be a, a winner. And the winner gets a prize, second place gets a prize, third place gets a prize. But we all get a participation thing, so everybody dresses up. We, we get a participation prize. Now, it's more bragging rights than it is anything else. And unfortunately, Roger has the most bragging rights of everybody. He's, he's really good at it. He thinks these things He's out. really good at bragging. Yes. yes. He is good at bragging. <laughs> but we do something for the, the customers, too. So they, there's a ballot box when they put their vote in. Their, their name and stuff will be on there. And um, we will draw one at the end, and that customer will get a uh, gift as well. Yeah, they'll win a prize just for voting. Yeah. So that's coming up on a serious prize too. You're not you yes, don't yeah. emphasize it's a hundred buck gift certificate, isn't it? It's generally hefty gift certificate. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll double check on that. But cool. What else, real quick? We got a couple callers, and then uh... we'll take care of them first. Okay. Got Greg on the line at three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hi, Greg. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you? Great. Thanks. How are you guys doing? Good, man. What's going on? I have some strawberries, and I'd kind of like to know how to fertilize them and then winterize. How do I winterize them so that they don't die off in the wintertime? They're not going to die off in the wintertime because they're cold hardy. Uh, Basically, if I was growing strawberries, I'd use a... You can use water-soluble fertilizer to, to water them with. But if you're just planting them now, I'd go ahead and uh, use Osmocote uh, Plus, Osmocote Slow-Release Fertilizer Plus, and uh, mix that in with the potting mix, or either, if you've already got them potted up, uh, go ahead and, uh, you know, put it on top of the, put copious amounts on the top, of the, uh, of the potting mix and keep the strawberries, put the strawberries in there. Now, uh, what we tell people to do is remove the blooms and the runners uh, until Christmas and then let them go ahead and, and bloom and fruit out. And that will give you fruit by uh, uh, February or March. And grow them in, grow them in a loose potting mix, and, uh, with that Osmocote mixed into the potting mix, and uh, in, in hanging baskets or whiskey barrels or something like that. Keep them in uh, uh, full sun during the during the winter time, as much sun as you can give them during the winter time. And uh, don't worry about them freezing. Well, what what happens when they freeze? If you left the blooms on, that you'll lose the blooms. In other words, it'll ki- kill the flowers, but it will not kill the plant. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Thanks, Greg. Okay, bye, Greg. Thank you. Bye. You take uh, care. Also, uh, use one of the, if you can find use one of the varieties that uh, Mailburger sells 
because he's been tested for our area by uh, David Rodriguez and Dr. Larry Stein and a few others. And some of the people at Poteet actually did them test. Okay, we're going to test your memory. Can you remember what the... Uh, That's why I have Trace here (laughs) to remember. What am I remembering? The strawberry Strawberry varieties. varieties. Festival and... I can't remember the other one. Okay. Festival is a, is a good one. All right. Sam is on the Radiance. line. Bye, Greg. Uh, Radiance. Radiant. Festival and Radiant. Uh, see. Sam's on the line at 308-8867. Hey there, Sam. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. Enjoying the weather. Um, yep, it's nice. I had a question about plums. Do y'all sell any plums? I, I want to give my in-laws some plum trees and... These are going to be in Fredericksburg area, which is, I think it's about a 1,000 feet higher in San Antonio. It gets a little bit colder, about 8A. And I know you're supposed to plant two different varieties. I wanted to give them maybe a Mexican plum, and is there some other plum I should plant with that? or No. Well, I would, in Fredericksburg, I, I think the best plum ever is the Morris plum. And there you might get Morris, a, you know, Morris. M-O-R-R-I-S. Yeah, and you get you okay. would get the most winters you'd get enough cold. Now I've got one in Do San Antonio, Morris? but I don't think so. Oh, but in San Santa Rosa. Yeah, oh, I thought you had Morris. No. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't Santa Rosa, so. yes. That's, we got Santa Rosa okay. and uh, Bruce. Um, Santa Rosa, Santa, but the, Santa Rosa and Bruce. But that that and those that, are those are Japanese plums. No, no. Santa Rosa's is a, a good one, uh, and even methylene would work up there. But your me, the I, me, Mexican plum is a landscape plum. Where you really, the fruit takes oh, okay. forever. Yeah, and it's real small. Yeah, and I have. It's a it's a pretty it's a pretty plant. Gorgeous bloom. I planted two methylene plums out there about four years ago, and. I didn't know you were supposed to use. They said they're self-fertile, but they are. I, I planted two of them next to each other, and they haven't produced fruit yet. But they're growing really well, and I think they just haven't hit their stride yet for producing fruit. I think it I takes think, a little longer. I think, than, I think so too. Or you could have had a late freeze. Yeah, uh, last fall. last year definitely a freeze could have taken them. But uh, usually, uh, for th- plums are considered to be self-fruitful, except Bruce. Okay. So out there, you said the uh, the Morris or what? What was the other one? Methley. That I should. M e t a. Santa Rosa. And Santa Rosa, they were right. So should I plant one of each species? No, like I said, that's not necessary. Okay. Uh-oh. And y'all, do y'all carry the Santa Rosa plums? Yeah. Yeah, they have the Santa Rosa here. And the Morris. Okay. Oh, you do Great. have Morris. There it is. Yeah, I have to go check and see if that was still out there. Yeah. Okay, cool. All righty, so we're yeah, going to... If you can get a Morris, I, you, I think you'll, you'll, you'll have it. You'll have better luck uh, getting your plum varieties and the best selection in February. February. Okay. And that's a good time to play right. too. Thanks, Sam. All righty. Thank you. going to make a nice gift. You take care. All, All right. right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So, Trace, what else? I know you're being, you're 
being called being summoned. You're being summoned. Uh, well, we had the plant of the weekend is oh, the yeah. Picardi Aster. And I can see one as I'm peeking over. Uh, so if you're interested in this, uh, there's still a couple here. And we do have some coming in on Tuesday or Wednesday. And that is the best aster for our area. It's a wonderful perennial. gets quite large. And they are on the sale group for 380. Yeah. Well, explain what that means they're on the sale group. Uh, well, we have the perennials, the value is $6.99, one gallon, and uh, they're on sale for 388 So there's yeah. lots of things in there, and that's one of them. Yeah, lots of choices. Um, you got a favorite? You got lots of lantana. Uh, I think plumbago's always been my favorite. Yeah, it's pretty. And there's something purplish amongst the blue plumbago. Did someone put that there, or is that just a That is more... an aster. Oh, is that the, the aster? Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, is that where you were looking? So you saw the, you say you saw the one, or somebody? No, just, I was looking. Someone put it down. Okay. Okay, I have a question for Trace. All right, Trace, here you go. Sorry. Have you ever heard of a climbing jasmine? Climbing jasmine from Houston. Well, not by that name, but there could be all kinds of things. I, th- I think you're talking about fig ivy. Okay. Climbing uh, jasmine. I would have gone to star jasmine or Carolina jasmine or something like that. Are they considered climbing? They're vines, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Kind of leaning vines. but this, this person says, I have a climbing jasmine ground cover that I'm trying to get rid of. I used herbicide, which did, not, which did a great job of killing it on the surface. My problem is pulling out the roots. It's, I tried cutting them, but it's an exhausting job. Any suggestions? A- Asiatic will be jasmine. Well, all, all of those are going to be woody, so I'm not sure. That oh, I think it's Asiatic. You think that's just Asiatic? You spray, call it as climbing? Maybe. Yeah, you spray okay. Roundup right over Asian jasmine and not necessarily not, even affect uh, yeah, it. Yeah, it won't affect it. So, so I mean, it's going to be a brush kit. That's or what tells sort. me that it might be fig ivy, which oh. you, yeah, that, that, that the Roundup will take care of it. Yeah, if you look on my yard, the Asiatic jasmine is, climbs up the... Mine, mine, too. Yeah. So past that point... And I, it and blooms. It's, and it's harder to kill than those others. I'd put a, I'd put a metal blade on my weed eater and go at it like that. Okay. I think, yeah, even if, if you've got a good weed eater, you can even... And it's not too old, the jasmine. You can, you can do a pretty good job of getting it down to the ground level. All right, thanks, Trace. All right, we've got a couple minutes left. Hey, cover your thing tomorrow again, your uh, gardening gardening essentials class. Okay, we're going to have a gardening essentials class at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. It begins at 12 o'clock. The San Antonio Botanical Garden Center is on uh, 3310 North New Braunfels. I, I should say, I shouldn't say Botanical Garden, I should say... San Antonio Garden Center, 3310 yeah, North, right. to 3310 North New Braunfels at Function. Uh, and I'll be talking from uh, starting at 12 o'clock and talking about uh, the review of the latest offering from, the, from our GVST uh, greenhouse group. And this will be a sneak preview of uh, what will be offered at the GVST plant sale booth at the Herb Market, which is at the Pearl on uh, October 21st, which is a week from yesterday. And if you want to see Jerry and I and 
Paul Cox at the Astia Expert booth at the Pearl. Uh, get there. Some will be there between, basically between uh, nine and eleven. Nine and 11. Ten and eleven for sure. And the second speaker is Sebastian Longoria of Oasis Farms, and he'll be talking about microgreens. Yeah, you heard uh, Molly. Yeah, I heard her. I started to ask her, what the hell is microgreens? David's bringing some microgreens to the insect, I think. Is he? Yeah. Is that to feed the bugs or to, uh, <laughs> just to eat? I don't know, but I'll go ahead. Go finish your microgreen thing. <laughs> anyway, the, my, uh, he'll be talking to microgreens micro green starting about one thirty. All right, so we'll work and get a microgreen expert on here for next week. There you go. All right, we're going to begin to say goodbye for today, but we want to uh, thank you for listening, and, of course, to thank Carlo back at the station for doing a great job getting all your calls on the air. For more information, uh, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. On behalf of the docs, thanks again to you for listening. We'll see you next Saturday and Sunday back here at Millburgers at 9.30 a.m. The end. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.